If you are going to love someone, do it quickly. You're going to love somebody, do it now. Life Celebration of Alice Turner. Praise God. How great is our God. Amen. We celebrate him today and worship him and honor him. And I say to this beautiful, beautiful family that I'm honored to be a part of this celebration of life. Alice Turner, this wonderful mother and grandmother and great-grandmother, sister and friend. She's a beautiful, beautiful lady. Man, she's a beautiful lady. Man, she is gorgeous. I see where the kids get their good looks from. She is gorgeous. She is gorgeous. And this family is dear to our heart, and we certainly pray God's presence and love and peace and strength and comfort upon this family. And I want you to know that there are a few things that I know for sure. Number one, God loves you. He is with you. He is good. That Mother Alice is precious to him and that God is faithful. God is faithful. I didn't have the pleasure of knowing Mother Alice. However, I have had the wonderful pleasure of knowing one of her children, Natasha, and we have grown to love Natasha. She gets on our nerves sometimes, but we just love, we love Natasha. We love Natasha. We love Natasha. And we have grown so close to her. We're like her brothers, and we joke around all the time. That's why I took a shot at her just then. (laughs) But we have come to love Natasha and her family, Clayton and their kids that have been part of this ministry for a number of years. And I didn't know that Natasha came from such a big family to grow up with six children in their family, just as we grew up with six in our household. So we can really relate to having a large family and how fun that is to have a lot of siblings. And I had the distinct pleasure of meeting some of the siblings the other night. Nikki and one of the brothers met the other night, and we just had so much fun. We just laughed, and I just felt like I was part of the family. We had so much fun. We put the other siblings on the speakerphone, and we just all had a wonderful time. They were just filling me in on their mother's life, telling me their mother's story, and I was just so blessed and so inspired, and I am truly grateful to be a part of celebrating the heritage of such a wonderful, dynamic woman. This is a classy lady. They don't make them like this any longer. Man, she is the picture of motherhood, God's greatest gift. Even though she was a professional at what she did, being a surgical assistant for a number of years, she was a professional there. But I believe her greatest profession was what she did at home with these children and how she raised and reared her family. She made family a priority. Some people have lost the priority of family, but she had it right. Mother Alice had it right, and she made her home her priority. And I'm just so blessed that they shared her life with me. I jotted down some of the things they shared with me. Most of them you've already heard from the kids today, but here are a couple of humorous things they told me. They said, she didn't drive, but she loved riding. And she would 
really enjoy riding with you as long as you didn't go too fast. <laughs> and she also loved sweets. She had a sweet tooth. She loved sweets. And they said that she had a stash of sweets at all times, in all places. No matter where she would be, she could always get to a sweet. She had them tucked in little nooks and crannies all around. So she had her secret stash, and she loved her sweets. Also, of course, they told me how she reared them mostly by herself, six children. What a remarkable feat to rear six children, showed them unconditional love, how she invested in them, supported them, was always there to support their interests, to encourage their dreams. She gave them time, attention, and affirmation. And somehow, even though they didn't have a lot, but somehow, by God's grace, he always provided enough. He always provided enough. Somehow, they always had nice outfits to wear, and they always had good food to eat, and somehow, they always had good fun. She used the simple things of life to have fun, and they had fun with one another, and she enjoyed her children. Sometimes we're so busy rearing children, we forget to enjoy them. She enjoyed her children. She enjoyed them. She enjoyed them. And she enjoyed just the simple things. I remember reading a story of a young girl, and her uncle was actually writing about his niece. And he said, my niece just enjoys the, the simplest of things. She enjoys being on the beach watching the little seabirds. You know, seabirds have very skinny legs. I mean, they're almost like toothpicks. And she says, my little niece just gets a kick out of watching the little skinny legs of the birds and how fast their feet run through the sand and the water. And she just got amusement just out of that. And sometimes we forget the simple pleasures of life, how to have fun with the simple things that God has created in this earth. And Mother Alice knew how to just enjoy the simple things of life with her children, and they had fun, and they enjoyed one another. And she gave them every benefit of home and school and church and every outside interest and supported their growth and development. And she also put the fear of God in them. They told me that she told them, she said, not nan one of y'all better not end up in prison. <laughs> She wouldn't let them go to jail. And none of them went. None of them went. Mama had put the fear of God in them. Oh, we need more parents like that. Oh, man, we could learn so much. I wish that we could just have a course one-on-one -on, -one on parenting from this great mother. Oh, man, what a wonderful life, a beautiful life. And I just came to love her and become so inspired by her life. I gleaned about, I don't know, maybe six or seven things from her life that I just want to talk about briefly. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 4, it teaches us that when a righteous person transitions this life, their life speaks to us. Their life inspires us. And so God uses the great cloud of witnesses, as you will. He uses his saints who have completed this journey, and he uses their life to be a continual message to us, to be a continual encouragement to us, to be a continual blueprint for us. And so Mother Alice, her life speaks to us. It demonstrates something, and it's powerful. And I jotted down about six or seven things just from talking with her kids 
You know, it's so easy to talk about a person who has lived a good life, somebody who's lived a good life. It's easy to talk about them. My brother, Bishop Dale, he says, some people are so crooked that when they die, they have to be screwed into the ground. And so it's easy to talk about a righteous life, a good life, somebody who's had good living. So it's easy to talk about Mother Alice. I discovered that Mother Alice, she lived by principle. She lived her life by principle. Her life was centered on principle. She had old-fashioned values, and it was principle-centered. And that's why she prospered, and that's why her kids prospered, because she built life upon values, upon principles. She had a principle-centered life. One of her children told me, she said, I wish I had done everything my mother told me to do, because if I had... Life would have been so much better for me. My mother had the wisdom and I didn't see it. Now I see it. She said, I wish so badly that I could go back and do everything and take all the advice she gave me. She said, now I see it crystal clear, the wisdom that my mother had. But I'm grateful. And here's the good news. The good news is some of us are late bloomers. Even though we might have missed it then, I want to let you know, it's not too late now. It's never too late to start something new. It's never too late to have a new dream. It's never too late to make a change in your life. It's never too late to move in a new direction. It is never too late. Mother Alice will say to us today, it is never too late to be who you could have been. It's never too late. We often get old too fast and smart too slow. But that's all right because it's never too late. Bruce Barden said, he said, the most important thing about getting somewhere is starting where we are, starting right where we are. And so Mother Alice, she would say, it's never too late. Do the next right thing is what she would say. Do the next right thing in your life. Do the next right thing in your life. Well, here's some principles I jotted down that I gleaned from her life. Number one, she would say to us today, do what's right. Because she was character-driven. Do what's right. Do what's right. Marcus Aurelius, he said, if it is not right, don't do it. If it is not true, don't say it. Mother Alice would say, do what's right. John Maxwell said, he said, you must do right before you feel good. You must do right before you feel good. And David Blunt said, he said, if you continue to do what's right, What's wrong and who's wrong will eventually leave your life. Do what's right. Do what's right. Do what's right. I think her legacy says to us, do what's right. Have character. Have integrity. Have honesty. Have morals and values. Do what's right. Second thing I gleaned from Mother Alice is to do your very best. Do your very best. From talking with the kids, I found out that she was an immaculate person. Immaculate in her appearance, immaculate in her dress, immaculate in the way that she kept house and the way she carried herself, the way she did anything. How you do anything is how you do everything. She would say, do your very best. If you're not going to do your very best, don't do it at all. It's what Mother Alice would say. Do your very best. Excellence is doing the best you can on the level where you are. Mother Alice had a spirit of excellence. She had a spirit of excellence 
on her life. You'll find this in the book of Daniel. Daniel had the spirit of excellence on him. And I think God put it there just to show his people, this is what excellence looks like. This is how I want you to be examples. This is how I want you to shine by your excellence. You never even have to mention my name if you are excellent enough because your excellence will speak of my name. Mother Alice would say, do your very best. Do your very best. She paid attention to detail, and she inspired you to do better. Just from hearing her kids talk about her, I was so inspired. I wanted to do better. I wanted to do more. I wanted to be better. Just from hearing about her life, it inspired me to want to do better. She inspires you to want to do better. You couldn't settle for being mediocre or average being around Mother Alice because she inspired you to do your very best. She inspired you to do your very best. Third thing I picked up from her is to show people that you care. Love. Show people that you care. She taught to serve one another, take care of one another. We're to look out for one another. Man, we're to be generous. We're to be givers. Mother Teresa said, how you treated other people is the most enduring impact you can have on earth. How you are with people shows where you are with God. And this is a principle that Mother Alice's life demonstrates to us, to show people that you care, to show love. There was a bishop in Uganda, and this was during a very tumultuous time in the country, and impending death was certain, and it was looking very gloom. And this bishop, he made a public announcement during this time of pending war and devastation and loss of life when it looked like the country would not survive. This bishop in Uganda, he got on the public announcement and made this public announcement. He said, if you're going to love someone, do it quickly. If you are going to love someone, do it quickly. That's a message to us from Mother Alice. You're going to love somebody. Do it now. Do it now. Do it now. Life is too short to hold grudges. Life is too short to hold unforgiveness. Life is too short to be bitter and to have a sour attitude. No, life is too short. Love, man, let all of that stuff go and be generous and allow God's love to fill you and flow through you and just love, 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 love. And then when you get finished, love some more. That's what Mother Alice would tell us to do. She would tell us to show people that you care. Cherish and value and strengthen your relationships. Don't live a self-centered life, but seek to help and assist. Make life better for others. Assist others. Selfishness is weakness, but love and caring for others is a position of power. And so Mother Alice, she would say, live a life of service. Help assist others. There's a Chinese proverb that says that if you want to be happy for an hour, take a nap. You want to be happy for a day, go fishing. You want to be happy for a month, get married. You want to be happy for a year, inherit a fortune. But if you want to be happy for a lifetime, serve and help others. Serve and help others. That's who Mother Alice is, and that's what her life speaks, and that's what it demonstrates to us. Fourth thing I noticed from her life she would say to us is, use your gifts. We've heard how she was just a masterful seamstress. She could make anything. And not on top, of, on top of that, she was also, man, she was the best cook around from what I understand. She was the best cook around. They told me that mama didn't make stuff from the store. Mama made it from scratch. 
I said, Mama made it from scratch. She didn't buy it out the store. Mama made it from scratch. I like that. These new generation mothers don't know anything about second corn. And, oh, man. <laughs> this new generation don't know anything about pulling the strings off the string beans. They don't know anything about that. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking about making cornbread from scratch, not using Jiffy. Mama Alice would tell us to develop our talents, develop your potential. God's going to ask you a couple of questions when you get to heaven. Number one, he's going to say, what did you do with my son Jesus? Number two, he's going to say, what did you do with the gifts and talents I gave you? Mama Alice would say, develop your gifts, use your talents, develop your potential. And the final thing Mama Alice, I gleaned from her life is that she had a happy, positive attitude. She was happy. She loved working. Not many people can say that. She was happy, and she loved working. I'm going to repeat that again. I said she was happy, and she loved working. If you can't find work that you love, then love the work that you have. Mama Alice knew how to rearrange her attitude. She knew how to be happy in life. There was an old woman. She was a widow. Her husband had died, and she was being moved into a senior home. And as she checked into the senior facility, a young man was taking her to her room going down the corridor. The young man was telling her about the room that she would have. And this woman, she was legally blind, and she just smiled as he told her about the room. And she said, oh, it is beautiful. But he said, you haven't seen it. She said, it is beautiful. And she said, I'm not saying it's beautiful because of the way the furniture is arranged. I'm saying it's beautiful because of the way my mind is arranged. I have already decided that it is beautiful. This is the attitude that Mother Alice had. She had a great attitude, a positive, humorous, happy attitude. She would always find something funny to tell you. She enjoyed work. She was happy at work. This is Mother Alice. She had a sense of humor. She had a sense of humor. I read a study that said one minute of laughter boosts your immune system for 24 hours. One minute of anger decreases your immune system for four to five hours. Mother Alice knew that evidently, and that's why she always was quick with it. She always had something funny to say. I brought something funny to say just on behalf of Mother Alice because she enjoyed laughing. And this family is a happy family, and this family always enjoys laughing. These are some funny advice that some kids gave to other kids. Kids gave other kids life advice. This is what Patrick, age 10, said. He said, never trust a dog to watch your food. Here's what Michael said, age 14. He said, never tell your mom her diet's not working. Here's what Randy, age 9, said. He said, stay away from prunes. Robert, age 13, said, never pee on an electric fence. Talia, age 11, said, when your mom is mad at your dad, don't let her brush your hair. Mitchell, age 12, said, don't sneeze in front of mom when you're eating crackers. Andrew, age 9, said, a puppy always has bad breath, even after eating a Tic Tac. Kyle, age 9, said, never hold a dustbuster and a cat at the same time. Amir, age 9, said, you can't hide a piece of broccoli in a glass of milk. 
Kelly, age 11, said, don't wear polka dot underwear under white shorts. Naomi, age 15, said, if you want a kitten, start out by asking for a horse. Lauren, age 9, said, felt tip markers are not good to use as lipstick. Joel, age 10, said, don't pick on your sister when she's holding a baseball bat. Alicia, age 13, said, when you get a bad grade in school, show it to your mom when she's on the phone. And Elaine, age 8, said, never try to baptize a cat. But that's who Alice was. She enjoyed laughter. Laughter is what gives us lasting ability. He who laughs, lasts. He who laughs, Last. It gives us the ability to endure, gives us the ability to bounce back. She enjoyed laughing. She was humorous and she had fun. She was happy. She had a happy, humorous attitude and that shares so much to us about life. And in closing, I believe Alice says to us, love God and receive the gift of his son, Jesus Christ. The proverbial question of what is life is answered Two places in the Bible, John 17, verse 3, and 1 John 5, 20. The answer is simple. Life is knowing God and his son, Jesus Christ. That is life. Mother Alice would say, make sure you have a relationship with God and his son, Jesus Christ. Praise God. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for this wonderful life, this blessed life, this blessed mother. We thank you for the example. We thank you for the inspiration that it brings to our lives for us to do better and to be better, to be all that you created us to be because of this wonderful inspiration that we have. We love you, Lord, and just pray for this family. Thank you for your joy and your peace and your love and your comfort and for being so good to us in all of life. Thank you for receiving Mother Alice unto yourself, and we thank you that she rejoices in heaven. And, Lord, we are so grateful to be blessed by her life. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Let every heart say amen, 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 amen. You are listening to brothersoftheword.com. This was the life celebration of Alice Turner by C. Elijah Bronner. This message is number 4075. That's 4075. To listen to over a thousand free messages or to send this message number 4075 to a friend, go to brothersoftheword.com. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to help support this ministry, go to IWantToGive.com. That's IWantToGive.com. Listen to BrothersOfTheWord.com often because, brother, you need the word. Brothers of the Word